I stand for open questioning of authorities. I stand for honesty, fact-based reasoning, and debate. I oppose all censorship, including hate speech laws. I reject name-calling and insults. I'm Bill Warner. Well, election season is coming upon us, and we have a Muslim American in California who's running for Congress. And he says, I'm against Sharia law. It is unconstitutional, period. It has no place in the United States. It has no place anywhere in the world. That's true, but it's not enough. I've heard other Muslims condemn Sharia, but what does that really mean? A sidebar. I have emails that say people are all concerned about the fact that there's between 80 and 100 Muslims running for office. They're candidates. This is a thing to cheer about. This is a golden opportunity, as you will see. Why? Because we can ask any question of a candidate and we need to hang the albatross of Sharia around the neck of every Muslim candidate. Now, what does it mean for a Muslim to reject Sharia? Well, more than you think. You see, the Sharia is completely based on the Quran and the Sunnah of Muhammad. So if you reject Sharia, you're rejecting the Quran and you're rejecting Muhammad. Now, Sharia is much more than law, but it includes it. There's actually almost nothing that's not in Sharia. It's a manual on how to completely run a civilization. If there are any Muslims watching this, they'll immediately say, oh, you see, the Sharia is just how we practice our religion. Well, that's about a third true. If you look at Reliance of the Traveler, you'll discover that about a third of it is devoted to religion. The other two-thirds is about politics and other issues, business law and other such things, how to write a will. But the content of Sharia is determined by Muhammad and Allah. That's the important thing. So if you reject the Sharia, you're rejecting Muhammad and you're rejecting Allah. It's not enough to just reject it, though. What we want is to have for them to condemn it. Let's take an example. Wife beating is in the Quran and wife beating is in the Hadith. Wife beating is in the Sirah of Muhammad, that is his biography. So, ask how they feel about wife beating. Of course, they're going to say they're not for it. To reject wife beating is not enough. Ask them to condemn Quran 434, the Quran verse which supports wife beating. Ask them to condemn Muhammad as being wrong when he said, never ask a man why he beats his wife. But you see, a Muslim can't do this. He may say, I don't want Sharia, but he cannot condemn Muhammad and he cannot condemn Allah. Because you see, that's apostasy and blasphemy. So we need to put the Muslim candidate between a rock and a hard place. See if he will condemn Allah and see if he will reject Muhammad. This is the logic of Sharia. If they don't want Sharia, then they don't want Muhammad and they don't want Allah. So we need to be probing in our questions about Sharia. Every Muslim who runs for office must understand that we can question him about anything about Islam, including Sharia. We must demand clear answers and probe them about their Sharia and what they think about Muhammad and Allah when it supports the Sharia. We need to put the Sharia in its wife beating, jihad, female genital mutilation, and all the other dreadful aspects of Sharia on the ballot. We must make sure that every Muslim candidate knows he's going to be asked about this. Make it an issue. We need to educate about Sharia one piece at a time, and we can do this by our questions that we ask to Muslim candidates. We need to be sure that every Muslim knows if he stands up in public, he's going to be asked about Sharia, and will he abjure and condemn the Sharia. Stop whining and complaining. We have a golden opportunity here. Attack them where they stand. Let's make politics a fun game. Let's play it our way.